Welcome back to Pass, a podcast about sports and stuff. I'm your co-host, John, joined once again by Tyler. Tyler, the uh, the king behind this whole podcast. Uh, I just made up the name. <laughs> this is this is true. He did he did come up with the name. Uh, today we got a spicy one for you, a bit of a opinionated, I guess. A, Although not so much. A, di- a different type of podcast from the the. the the things we have been doing in the past few episodes. Yeah. Um, it has to do with basketball. You know, we kind of flip-flap. Flip-flaps. Yeah, flip. we, we flip-flap back and forth every week. Yeah, between the NFL and NBA. And uh, we didn't really want to go off, go over the playoffs this week because it's kind of repetitive. Um, yeah. Uh, but just just real quick, we uh, saw that the Celtics advanced today over the Bucks. Which Bucks is, were – they did not show up for Game 7. Even Giannis didn't have like the best game. He looked he looked off. He looked he tired. He looked really good at the start. I thought he was gonna break uh, Jokic's record for quickest triple double, but because uh, I think in the first quarter he had 17 points, 10 rebounds, and seven assists or something. So he was on on pace. But yeah, they uh, after that first quarter, and it was all Celtics. After the, the half. The Celtics, the Celtics just looked like the team that wanted it more. And mm-hmm. I mean, uh, like I like I've said before, well, not on the podcast, but what I've told John, um, this this Celtics team. I remember when uh, Brad Stevens took over and Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they got drafted and they they've built from the ground up. So it's yeah. just good to see them, you know, get success. And it's it's been really cool to see Jason Tatum turn into a superstar. Oh, you yeah. know, so uh, oh yeah, I I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or if it was on one of the nights we were just hanging out, but these teams that aren't super teams anymore, that are homegrown, built from the ground up, uh, smart trades, good drafting, seeing them succeed, I love seeing that. Uh, And that's why I'm rooting for a lot of these teams. I don't think, there's no super teams left. Essentially, no, there really isn't. If you want to use that label, there's these teams have been built from the ground up. They've signed free agents, drafted players, you know, traded for players. Yeah. So uh, the, the only super team in the playoffs this year. Well, I guess would you consider Philly a super team just because they got Harden? I mean, the rest of that was just good, good, uh, good drafting process. Yeah, man. yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, Brooklyn. Fuck Brooklyn. Glad I mean, to see them going. <laughs> they got a round one exit and a sweep. So you see how super teams are doing, and you know, just and, and we want to talk about super teams you saw how the Lakers did this year and, yeah. and Anthony Davis wasn't healthy but that's another conversation another conversation but that brings us into our uh, topic and today we got the uh, top 10 current NBA players our opinions on the top 10s uh, I, I think I think uh, just before we start we haven't shared with each other what our top 10 lists yep. are and uh, I think our top five will be pretty similar um, but as John said I think this six through ten it'll get pretty spicy as he likes Hopefully. to call it Hopefully. Uh, ah! Everything. I think, yeah. I think what we should do is we should give our player for that position or that rank. Start with 10? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going down. Um, And then reasons why you picked that player and put him where he did. Um, Also. Honorable mentions as well. Also, I think uh, there should be a rule. It should be uninterrupted. 
So oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so if someone says, yeah, I never this, interrupt. Yeah, yeah. This, I haven't done that a single time. This, this so you won't have to worry about so it. So you mentioned a certain... single time that you say anything. All right, I'll cool. I'll never cool. interrupt. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. All right, so, do you want to? Yeah, start? no, go All ahead. Right. You want? No, yeah, no, go no, ahead. You're no, number ten. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm gonna do honorable mentions first. You're gonna go with honorable. Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't want to see it. I mean, you pick your phone up. All right, my bad, my bad. All right. All right, so I have a, I have one, two, three, four, five, six honorable mentions. I have three. Uh, well, one, two, three of them are because of injury. They didn't play so much this year. Uh, those three: Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, and Anthony Davis. They were in- our lists are different. <laughs> they, I, I, Kawhi hasn't played. He didn't play at all this year, so I didn't want to include him in this list. You don't know what somebody's going to look like when they come back from uh, injury. Um, so I didn't include him. AD was out for most of the year. And when he was there, he wasn't the AD that we knew because he was still battling with some ankle injuries. Um, I like to call him uh, what is, Anthony Data Davis because <laughs> he, he's he got glass ankles. Yeah. Um, but that happens with those big dudes. Dame, obviously, with his ab- abdominal injury. Um, I'm a huge Trailblazers fan. Uh, and you know what Dame's capable of. So I, I really hope he makes a bounce back next year. Um, but those are my three due to injury. Um, my my three that are honorable mentions that just didn't make the cut, and I was kind of debating on putting these guys in because, honestly, any one of these could have been number 10. But, uh, yeah, I did. I just I picked, I put number 10 up there because I think he was a little more important for his team. Um, but honorable mention number one, Trey Young. Um, fair, fair. Yeah. Trey Young, I mean, he's he's an amazing uh, young player, uh, dynamite playmaker, really good deep shooter, Nucle- good scorer, nucleus of the Hawks team. Yeah, uh, but you see, just he didn't have a very good um, playoff series this year. They once they shut him down, they're, they're, the team was done. Um, so he's on the outskirts of my top ten. Number two, um, Jimmy Butler. I got Jimmy Butler right outside the top ten, just because um, he was kind of. I mean, he's really showing it throughout the uh, series right now in Miami. Like, he is that guy. But I don't want to have some recency bias because they did get swept last year to the Bucs. Um, and he, he's a great two-way player, awful three-point shooter. Um, and I, I, he was a really good player during the um, um, regular season, obviously, because Miami's number one. Yeah. Um, but I still I th- think that there's players up above him that are a little bit better so far, uh, regular season, and uh, so far into the playoffs. Um, and uh, the final one, I have Devin Booker, um, who, like we were saying earlier, Devin Booker, tremendous young player. Um, but without Chris Paul, the Suns, what have they done? Yeah, yeah. So that's my honorable mentions. What are yours? Um... Well, I didn't come with six. I didn't come with uh, sorry. I, I the didn't three. include the injuries. No, it's all good. It's it, it's all good. I didn't come with the three, um, the three players. And I guess I really didn't include the injury thing. I didn't really think about this season. That's okay. I um, already know who else is going to be in your top ten because of that. Uh, but the honorable mentions uh, actually line up pretty well with yours. We got to go with AD. Yeah. Um, okay. It, it, injured or not, man. I mean, well, injured, he doesn't do very well because he's not on the floor. <laughs> but uh, if he if he's on the floor, he's one of the best. He's one of the top ten players. If he's, you yeah, know what I mean? I would agree with that for you, sure. So, uh, uh, and then also Jimmy Butler. Um, great player. I love Jimmy Butler. I've always loved Jimmy Butler. 
Uh, love the moxie he plays with. Um, Intense. But he's he's also he he has some shortcomings. His three point shooting, um, and I think that as of late he's been so well because of the team that he's around um, and the coach that he has. And you know, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm so sorry. But if you look at the three point percentage of the uh, Heat during the Sixers series, they were trash. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I think lots of people were below thirty percent. Yeah. I mean, and that's it. I just defense wins chips. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think that he's he. There are just there's a couple other players that are just that little bit better than him, and he, like I said, his success recently has come because of the Heat team that he's around. And then the last one is uh, Devin Booker. Um, he's he's a great player, dude. He obviously said he had a seventy point game, mm-hmm. um, but he's just he. Like just with Jimmy Butler, he's just there's a couple players just above him, and he hasn't he isn't uh, the playmaker that Chris Paul is, and it just uh, like just like Jimmy Butler, his recent success has to do with the team around him. Chris Paul setting him up for buckets, other players setting him up for buckets, you know, team basketball. So uh, he just falls out of the top ten for me as well. I think he's a great ISO scorer, um, but without playmaking. It's 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 tough. Yeah. Um, I think I think Devin Booker does have some good playmaking, but definitely not on the caliber uh, that other people are. And I think sometimes people kind of credit him a little too much for being a good playmaker when uh, the Suns are just a really good team. He's also not as good as a defender yeah, as as other players in this top ten, and I, that's that's something that I think about. You know what I mean? Because obviously, offense is a big thing that people look at when you think about top ten players, but defense is included in that. So, uh, yeah, yeah let's, uh, for sure. Let's go ahead and uh, what's, who's your number 10? My number 10. I have the 37-year-old point guard Chris Paul. Okay. Uh, Chris Paul is the driving force behind that Suns team, for sure. Um, took him to the finals last year in his first, uh, first year there. Took that OKC team that people thought were going to be a, um, a uh, lottery team. To the playoffs and a great series against yeah. uh, uh, Houston in that year he was there. Um, one of the greatest point guards of all time. Point guards, not point gods. Uh, he is the point god. Uh, tremendous playmaker. He's a he's still a decent defender. He's smart. His basketball IQ is only rivaled by one other person in the league right now, in my opinion, or maybe two. Um, and. Uh, I mean, he's just the game manager, you know? That fourth quarter is Chris Paul's quarter. He calls the shots, makes the plays, he can slow the game down to his pace, draws those fouls, and is just smart. Sometimes dirty, but still smart, you know? Yeah. And I don't really like Chris Paul as much, um, but I can respect his game for sure. So he's he's in my top ten at number ten right now. Uh, uh, okay, so... Like I said, I didn't uh, really think about injuries when I made this list. And you'll actually you'll, – you'll like this uh, decision for uh, the top ten because even an injured Damian Lillard, I think hey, – <laughs> I think he's still a top ten player. He just – you know, obviously the Trailblazers this year got – they – it came down to you're either trading Damian Lillard or you're trading C.J. McCollum. Oh, and, and that's an easy choice you know, as much as I love C.J. So – and uh, – one thing you got to love about Dame is he's staying in Portland. He wants to stay in Portland. He wants to win in Portland. Um, but not only that, he's a game changer. Uh, he's, uh, 
he's an excellent three-point shooter. Logo Lou. Um, uh, tremendous passer, sets up other players, um, as well as he's a good defender, good perimeter defender. Oh, he's um, awful at defending. No, you think so? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think he's a negative on defense. I think I think a lot of these players that just don't give as much effort on defense. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your defensive specialists because I've I've seen him play good defense on players like Steph Curry and. You know, but those have been in clutch moments. So I mean, I would, okay. So I'll say an average defender. Um, but it, you take away from that though. But you add his offense, and that dude can go off for fucking forty points a night. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. At any any given moment. So he's uh, he's gonna be number ten on my list. That that uh, that series last year against Denver, when he puts up fifty five points, makes the most threes in uh, NBA playoff history. Yeah. And they still lose. Shooter. Just, just straight shooter, yeah, man. Sharp shooter, man. I love Dame. He's probably him or Jokic. They're my favorite players right now. I love seeing him in your top ten. He'd be in my top ten if he wasn't injured. But, uh, well, uh, I'm going to have you go ahead and start with your number nine once he gets back from getting another beer. Uh. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, number nine. Let's see here. Just... Uh, Eliminated the Milwaukee Bucks. I got to go with Jason Tatum, Jason at, number, Tatum. at number nine. Um, he is, like I said uh, before, he's just blossoming into a superstar right before our eyes. Um, he's, uh, I, I hate to say this, and I hate comparing players to Kobe Bryant. Um, he doesn't have the same shooting style as him, but his game is very similar. Um, he, can, he can kill you in the mid-range, pull up. He can kill you in the three-point range, pull up. Um, he, I be, he can even kill you in the post. You give him a, a, a undersized defender. Um, cause he, he really plays the two and the three, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so if he's in there at the two and he's got an undersized defender on him, he, he usually tries to take them inside mid range game, but he can still kill you from the three. And just, uh, just like the game I saw today, game seven against the bucks, dude, he pulled up in front of Giannis, but just pulled up oh, right in and front of and nailed a three right in his face, dude, yeah. that. That right there, dude. I was like, that kid is. He, I mean, not just that play, plenty of other plays, but he's a he's a superstar, dude, and he's a he's he's just an all around. He's a good player, and he's the like I said, he's the nucleus of that Celtics team. And I, I mean, we'll see what happens in these Eastern Eastern Conference Finals, but I can see him taking that team to the finals. Um, and as well as another thing, he. He plays good defense as well. That Celtics team plays good team defense, but he's also a good wing defender as well, um, playing that two or three position. I, I agree with that for sure. Uh, Jason Tatum had a kind of a bad game, um, game One, five. The worst game of his career. But that game six, he dropped 46 points, hit eight threes. Today he started out five for five from three. Yeah, and I think something that's overlooked with Jason a lot too is his defending. He is an awesome defender. Yeah, um, out there on the wing. For sure. Uh, I love Jason Tatum. Great young player. Um, my number nine, I have Memphis Grizzlies' John Morant. Mm. John I like Morant. That. I like that. He was in the running for MVP this e- this year. Um, and, and it's not just because um, the Grizzlies are a great team, but Ja, I mean, just watching that boy play is like, He's AI 2.0, man. That guy has so much bounce. Like, he, he, his head is above the rim whenever he jumps, and he's like an inch shorter than me, and I can barely touch rim. It's insane. Um, he, he's aggressive, um, and he's clutch, too. And he's just, he's just so fun to watch. I, I, I'm, 
I would have, like, if you go back in time, if given the uh, chance to get him or Zion first overall, because he went number two, I would go with Jaw. A lot, a lot of people. Nine times out of ten, man. Yeah, a lot of people said that back when that draft happened. He, yeah, he's just, he's different. He, he's fun to watch. I don't really like how, um, uh, I, I don't really like the Grizzlies all that much. They're not a team that I was rooting for. Um, I actually wanted the Warriors to beat them, even after the Warriors crushed my Nuggets. Dodge no smoke, man. Yeah. They, don't, they don't dodge no smoke, man. I I, I don't like uh, some of the uh, some of the ways he presents himself. I guess on the court, like I love when people trash talk and stuff, but like that time when he grabbed that like nine year old's jersey and was like, "Ooh, take yeah. that off!" Like that kind of shit. It's like, come on, dude. It's like the fourth time I've heard him mention that. Yeah, I, it really bothered me. But <laughs> no, it's not a cool thing. It's not. <laughs> But Ja, uh, I, I have him at number nine just because he's so fun to watch. Um, I think he's going to blossom into, I mean, he's already a superstar, um, but MVP caliber year after year, you know, and he's going he's gonna to um, gl- drive that Memphis Grizzlies team to uh, many, many deep uh, postseason runs for sure. All right, who you, who, who you got at number eight? Number eight, I have Jason Tatum. So I didn't want to say too much. Uh, because you had him at number nine, but yeah, yeah. I got I got him at number eight. Um, he, he he is an elite defense player, uh, which like I said gets overlooked. Um, he is a strong shooter from the post, mid range to three point, and uh, he's clutch. You know that game winning layup uh, against Brooklyn to get that game one victory. Yeah. Uh, Jason is, yeah, the driving force behind that Boston team. Not of a, he's not afraid of the moment either. Yeah, and and like you said against Giannis, he'll pull up in front of anybody, and uh, I love to see it. So Jason Tatum's my number eight. Who, who do you have at number eight? Uh, we got Kawhi Leonard. Um, even an injured Kawhi Leonard. Um, really, not an injured Kawhi Leonard, but I would think of a healthy Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Um, I would put him at number eight. Uh, Still um, an elite player in this league. I mean, at one point he was considered number one. Yeah. Um, he uh, could still he still got a deadly pull up game. Um, still mid range. Yeah, dude, that mid mid range game. Uh, still, still. I mean, he's still a, a healthy. His problem past two years in the league, he hasn't been healthy. Um, he, if he's healthy, dude, he still um, can get it get it done offensively. But not only offensively. Defensively, the dude is an elite defender. You One have of the best two-way players, dude. You have to be with that wingspan, with his hand size. Um, they call him the claw. That's what he was recruited as—a two-way player, but but mainly because of his defense. So, um, you, he's has he been has he been in the running for DPOY? I'm he's, pretty sure he's it has won been. it. Yeah, yeah. So I think twice. Um, so you just add in his offensive skills, match with his defensive skills. Like I said, he at one point number one player in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, he still, um, I think he made the, a bad decision by going to the Clippers. But I, I really would have liked to see him stay in Toronto. Yeah, um, yeah, that was such a fun team to watch. Uh, I really like Toronto, um, but Kawhi has always been like that's why he sat out that last year at the Spurs. Um, yeah, he's like I, I don't want to play for you guys anymore. <laughs> He's that type of guy who kind of goes where he wants to go. Right. Uh, he wanted to be in L.A. I'm th- I think he's from L.A. He's the fun guy. Um, uh. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I, I could, I would put him in my top ten, but he ain't playing. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my injured people out. Right. Right. All right. Uh, I got at number seven. Got the man Luka Doncic. Luka. He uh, 
Dude, uh, it's crazy. Just like we talk about uh, Nikola Jokic and the way he plays the game, like at just a different speed than other players, and he looks like like a dad out there dad, yeah. playing basketball on court, just like just like toying with defenders. Yeah, that's exactly how Luca plays the game. His the way he's. Uh, adapted his his European style of game to the NBA is it's so it's so cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, he I, I watched an interview uh, the other day. He didn't even use the step back in the Euro League. Right, he just did it one day, it's, and then he's it, like, "Oh, that works." That works. Yeah, it's something he learned in the NBA, and he just does it. And like, I watch games, and it's like Luca's about to step. He's about to step back and shoot it. And like, defenders don't even know it's coming, but I know it's coming. So, like, I don't understand, <laughs> like, like... Bro, play it. You know what he's about to do, right? Right, exactly. But, I mean, he does... I mean, he's he's a, he's a great player. He's a great shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, he sets other players up. Um, he... Uh, he... The way, like I said, the way he plays the game, the speed he plays the game, um, once teams latch on to uh, double-teaming him or whatever, like I said, he sets players up beautifully. Um, but Mavericks team doesn't necessarily, beside... Brunson and besides uh, uh, the other guys, I mean, I guess they do have shooters on the on the team, but he just sets the shooters up at like at their point, like though almost like LeBron does, um, like sets shooters up exactly where they want the ball, exactly in their hot spot. You know, he just sets them up perfectly, um, mm-hmm. and uh, the way he draws defenders in when he's when he's you know what I mean when he's uh, driving to the paint and kicks it out, dude. It's just he's he's just a phenomenal player. Yep. Uh, that's actually my number seven too. I got Luca at number seven, hey, so we got we got one that matches yeah. up. Um, Luca, I mean his playmaking, his uh, all around, just like he is, he is the guy, right? Um, he can do everything. He'll get boards. He's gonna play make. He can score um, anywhere on the court like it's nothing. And uh, he, one thing that I like that he said. Um, he said that it's actually easier to score in the NBA than it is to the, the Euro, the Euro League. League. Yeah, and he came up on the Euro League. You know, they're they're a lot tougher out there. The mm-hmm. Euro League, um, and ever since he's come into the league, like, I mean, who isn't a fan of Luca? You know, he's just a great guy to to root for. Um, he can do everything. His vision is 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 amazing. Um, he's like the type of guy who could average a triple double for a season. He basically does because he averages like twenty eight. Nine and nine, yeah, which is just insane, right? But he's the entire offense behind that Mavs team. Um, so you 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 put him in with some other um, sharpshooters and get another good playmaker out there like Spencer Dinwiddie. I actually really liked that trade. I think Spencer's doing pretty good over there. Um, like that team is a team that nobody wants to go up against, uh, right. especially the Suns, who right now. It's halftime and they're down fifty-seven to twenty-seven. That's crazy. So, twenty-seven yeah, points in the they first They scored half? ten points in the second quarter. Oh my so, Luca and the Mavs might be headed to uh, play play against the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference. Man, and, um, that'll be a good matchup. Holy crap! Yeah, that's not what we predicted at all. No, no the Mavs. No, uh, yeah, Luca, strong number seven. Uh, I think he has the ability to become the best player in the league. At one, and he's not even, he's only like 24, yeah, you know, and like people, young. people hit their primes at like 28, right? you know, so if he's doing what he's doing right now at like 28, dude's going to be averaging like 35, 10 and 12, <laughs> right. you know, which By is time, just yeah. ridiculous. Uh, I love watching Luka play. Um, yeah. Number seven, Luka Doncic could easily be number one one day. All right. Uh, 
Moving on, who you got at number six? Number six, I have the king, LeBron James. Yeah, I knew Tyler would, uh, yeah, he's covering his face right now. <laughs> LeBron James, number six for me right now. Um, I know he was, <laughs> I know he was injured for a lot of this, this, uh, this season. Um, LeBron is still one of the greatest players in the game right now. Um, and he could, he could move up. He can, because I mean, he was averaging 30 points this year. So, you know, he's not slowing down, but he has these nagging injuries that are kind of pulling him back a little bit. The team was awful this year. So I don't really blame that all on LeBron, but I know LeBron had a lot of say in that team. Russ was an awful trade. Um, but LeBron is still one of the best all around players. Um, and his basketball IQ, like I was saying. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> his basketball IQ, like I was saying, he's the only one that I would put above Chris Paul right now. Um, okay. All right. But LeBron just didn't quite do enough. Um, even when he was on the field or on the court this year, he, he wasn't able to carry his teams like he was before, you know. So uh, LeBron James... Still a top ten player in his in his nineteenth, uh, eighteenth, whatever. No, I'm not arguing anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not moving. No. Yep, LeBron James, number six for me this year. Right, uh, number six for me. I got uh, KD, Kevin Durant. KD at six. Yeah. Okay, come on. I, I mean, LeBron James at six is kind of defendable. I'm, I'm not gonna. Say, no, 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 no. no, go ahead. Well, uh, for I mean, if you want to talk about uh, players carrying their team. <laughs> And putting their teams on their back. Um, at least KD got his team to the playoffs. I I can agree with that, but also <laughs> at the same time he's playing in a shitty Eastern, <laughs> a shitty Eastern Conference and shitty the East. I'm sorry, no, we, we were going to interrupt. We were uh, going to interrupt. And uh, he he got he got he got he got swept. He got swept uh, round one, which uh, something LeBron's never done. I mean, he lost last year in the first round, but. Uh, Anyways, uh, yeah, I got Kevin Durant number six. Still, I think one of the best players in the league. I think me putting him at number six more has to do with more of a, a hatred for Kevin Durant. Um, yeah, I don't like him either. But he's still one of the best players in the league. You one on one, there's nobody, nobody in the league who can guard Kevin Durant, especially in the clutch. Um, but even with everything that happened in Brooklyn this year, um, I think that if if uh, if he was the player that a lot of people says he is, he would have carried that team um, to a better seed than, well, did they start as the eighth seed and then play the play-in? Um, um, no, they were the seventh seed. Seventh seed. So I, I think that they, they, sh- they would have been a little bit higher up, especially with the roster that he had around him. Um, I've always think, thought that KD was a, a great player, but I, I put him at number six just because I, you look at a player like Joel Embiid, uh, the things that happened in Philly this year, and they had a higher seed in the Eastern Conference. I think that Brooklyn, that Brooklyn was talked about as favorites going into uh, the regular season. So were the Lakers. <laughs> I I just number six, Kevin Durant. I think that he's <laughs> he's uh, he's not he's not the player he used to be. Man, he's, he was one shoe size too big to be going to the uh, finals last, last year. year. Right, last year, exactly. We're talking about last year. I got Kevin Durant, number he, six. He did have his worst playoff performance this year uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. They were going against, like, the best defense. But um, no, at number six, all right, all right. Uh, I, I think we had some uh, pretty pretty ballsy number sixes there. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, so that's the first half. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be right back with our top five. All right, so we just got off the phone with another LeBron stand who told me that I was wrong with my opinion of him at number six. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to look at this as a uh, as an unbiased uh, NBA analysis expert, as I am. <laughs> so, uh, I'm right. They're, right. they're wrong. Anyways, anyways. All right, so... Uh... Is it is it my turn to go for number five? Yeah, yeah. You go ahead and start with number five. Number five, we got uh, Steph. Steph Curry. Um, so one of the best players in the game. Um, still doing exactly what he hasn't slowed down. Uh, the dude has um, always been consistent. Um, I know with last year with the injury to Clay Thompson and uh, other players on the Warriors, they didn't succeed like they did this year. But in my opinion, uh, the Warriors are back. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, um, and the, it's the same recipe as before. You start with the Splash Brothers. You have your role players. And their role players have gotten even better, dude. Oh, the, yeah. The young players, you got, you got Jordan, Jordan Poole. Who, actually, um, we didn't mention in our most improved player. Yeah. A lot of people are like, this is bullshit because Jordan Poole should have won it. And you no. know what? I... I was wrong. I, I think he should have at least been in the conversation. At least in the conversation, yeah. But, I mean, Steph, he's still doing everything he's done. Everything he did in past years, and he's still like still playing at the same high level for someone who, as well, is kind of getting out of his prime. He's like thirty-three. Yeah, so I mean, he's kind of you know you talk about a prime being twenty-eight to like thirty-three, thirty-four age. So he's kind of there, but he's not slowing down. Um, so I that's why I have him at number five. Still, in my opinion, best shooter in the game right now, um, and. Uh, not the nucleus of the Warriors team, you know. I, that's I still think is him, Clay, and even Draymond. I, th- I mean, I think he's still pivotal to that team. But uh, that's why I have Steph at number five. Some people consider Draymond the driving force behind that Warriors team. I could see it. Yes, Draymond's no. like a good leader, awesome defensive presence, um, playmaker, and a playmaker. yeah, and a playmaker. Um, number five, I also have Steph Curry. So we got Whoa. two that lineup. Yeah, round of applause. Yeah, like you said, still still the greatest shooter. I mean, obviously, he's the greatest shooter of all time. All time, yeah. 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 It, he, he, it's unparalleled, uh, the, the type of shit that that man does. Um, he's, and, he, he's changed this game in, in oh, terms yeah. of three-point shooting. Oh, yeah. Uh, now you have people like uh, Grant Williams putting up 18 threes, like you said earlier. Right. That's um, fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Like, he, yeah, he revolutionized the game. He was the uh, actual MVP like leader. Uh, for the first half of the season, or not first half, but first, like, I'd say, like, quarter or third, he was, like, the guy. Then he kind of fell off for a little bit. Yeah. Um, he actually had his worst slump ever, but um, I think, uh, I'm not going to read what Josh wrote because he's going to interrupt my thought process, but yeah, Steph Curry, number five, easily. Uh, Tyler's reading it right now, he's got a fucking smile on his face, so... Josh is probably sucking LeBron's dick right now. Yeah, it's a good LeBron's thing. number one. It's, it's a good thing Josh isn't on this episode of the podcast. Uh, I'd be getting shit on for my vote. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we both got Steph at number five. Who you yeah. got at four? At number four, I have the MVP runner-up, Joel Embiid, <laughs> for the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I, I, like, I, can't, I can't knock Joel for um, his... Uh, I mean, he, he, he was one of the best teams this, uh, on 
the leader of one of the best teams. Um, when Harden first came over, I thought that the 76ers were going to win it all, but then they kind of fell off. Um, and Joel was battling an injury through the uh, final, so props to him for still driving through it, even when injured. But that man is, I mean, he's a monster. He's dominant down in the post. Um, and he's also, he's good at drawing fouls, which I really hate, um, but you can respect it because part that's game, part of the game. Part of that's the game. part of the game. Um, but from, I mean, even up to three point, he was like a 37% three-point shooter this year, which is like right at league average. And he's fucking seven foot, you know? Centers aren't three-point shooters. And that man He's got is, touch, dude. Yeah, he does. And it's from everywhere. He, he really worked on his uh, mid-range game this year, too. And, I mean, once he gets the ball, you have to be on him from anywhere on the court. Uh, and he can he's so big and strong that he'll drive down to the... Uh, down into the post, he can knock anybody back mm -hmm. and then finish there and then get an and one and drain that free throw. So huge respect. And also, he is also a dominant two-way player. So he's also super hard down there on the uh, defensive end. He's a great uh, rim he's protector. Su he's super hard. <laughs> super hard, man. When you're down there banging dudes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Joel Embiid, number four for me. <laughs> uh, at number four, I uh, also have Joel Embiid. Um, oh! For, for a lot of things that John uh, mentioned. <laughs> uh, a big reason for me as well this year with all the drama with Philly and uh, Ben Simmons and James yes. Harden and everything. Yeah. He carried his team. He put his team he on did. his back. Um, not only defensively, but offensively, especially offensively. And he carried that load and, he, like I said, put the team on his back and uh, really uh, led that team to, I think, uh, um, higher expectations than what people thought they were going to do. Um, they did get bounced out in, what, the second round? In the second round, which just happened. But uh, I think uh, with him, uh, with Philly, they keep him. I think, honestly, they need to trade James Harden. Oh, but, yeah. Don't give him that extension you promised <laughs> We're not big James Harden fans around here. But uh, no. I don't know. Maybe we'll see next year. They'll have a full season, full off season to prepare. And uh, maybe they'll be a different team. Um, but uh, Joel Embiid, number four for me as yeah. well. I, I would agree with that when he's down there. Uh, he's carrying that load when he's banging dudes super hard down low, you know? <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, wait, wait. You want to hear my uh, uh, my Joel Embiid impression? Yes. Hi, I'm Joel Embiid. I play really good basketball, and I feel like I should have won MVP, but I didn't. Oh, um, I'm sad. That's Joel Embiid. We he's, had, actually, he's here right now. Yeah, dude, he's on the podcast. Hey. How, how you doing, Joel? Oh, I'm, I'm a little sad, but uh, oh, what can you do? I feel like I did everything I could, but uh, I had... A bum head, because I got concussed. All right, Joel, it was good talking <laughs> to you, man. Thanks, man. You're so tall. Wow, look, he banged his head on the way out. Uh, that was Joel Embiid, everybody. Yeah. Round of applause for Joel. <laughs> number four. All right, who you at number three? MVP Nicole. Oh! Hicks at number three. <laughs> I, I have a lot of respect for the dude, uh, uh, his game, the way... Like the way he's able to, uh, some of the shots he gets off are just like shots that you would just like throw up, like in a game of pig or something. And you're like, <laughs> I just hope this goes in. And this dude just like, he fucking makes it, dude. So, uh, 
he uh, the 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 center, the nucleus of that Nuggets team. The entire team. <laughs> essentially, with Jamal Murray being out and um, Michael Porter Jr. being out too. Yeah, two big uh-huh. losses. So uh, uh, I got him at number three. Um, and two uh, two other players above him for certain reasons, but I just he's he's he was the MVP. But uh, if you want to break it down, I I have him at number three just. Simply because there's other players, two two other players better than him. <laughs> who, who you got at number three? All right, at number three, I have um, another MVP candidate this year, Kevin Durant. Yeah, he's my number three. Uh, KD, still one of the, Tyler's giving me a okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think KD, uh, he, other than Steph, I mean, he's unguardable, you know. Um, he, Nobody he, can guard him one on one. You can't. You can't. Uh, the only thing you can do at him is throw as many people as you can at him and hope that they're tall enough to uh, get their hand up over his lanky ass arms. Fucking Durantula. Yeah, Durantula. Anywhere on the on the court, three point mid range. That man is dynamite. You know, and and it's clean. It's so smooth. It's like he he's not even thinking about it when he does it. Um, Jump shot is so weird, man. It, it, it works. It doesn't have to be good because nobody's tall enough to defend that. You know, he's got ball handling skills almost to that of a point like guard. Like a point guard, right? And it's just unfair watching him play. Um, it, he did have a really bad uh, series against the Celtics, but that's because you couldn't you couldn't rely on anybody else um, to do anything. Kyrie was super spotty. Uh, he had some good games, but Kyrie is Kyrie. I would never want Kyrie on my team. Um, and they had no playmaking. And so it was like KD trying to carry the load, and when you have one dude trying to do everything, it's easy to defend and easy to take away because you just send more and more people at him. One-on-one, nobody's guarding him. Two-on-one, KD will still win seven out of ten times. Three-on-one, it's pretty hard. Um, but, yeah, KD, he was actually uh, the leader for MVP race um, at parts of the season as well. Um, but still kind of battling some injuries as well. So uh, it sucks seeing so many great players injured. But still props to KD. I can still appreciate that man's game because it's some of the best you'll ever see. Nah, it He's is. a generational talent. Don't, don't, I don't like KD. But, I don't either. But just his game, you have to respect it. Mm-hmm. You do. I mean, but at number three. Anyways, uh... Yeah, at number three. So, uh, moving on, who you got at number two? Number two, the MVP, Nikola, Nikola Jokic. Big honey, big soul. I love I love Jokic. Him and Dame, they're probably my favorite players. Um, I mean, that man's vision, his playmaking as a center, he's the best playmaking center there's ever been. Back-to-back MVP. He carried, statistically, the worst team in the NBA when he's off the floor to uh, the sixth seed in the West, and the West had the top teams in the league. Stacked, yeah. And uh, he managed to, I mean, and he was there. He, the one thing about uh, Jokic that you can rely on, he's so durable. He's He doesn't get hurt, you know? I hope I don't jinx him and he gets hurt next year. <laughs> right. I feel like I, I will by saying that. But, I mean, he played more games than any of the other, like, top MVP uh, players, and that's because he had to, because his team needed him. If he's not there, the the Nuggets are the worst team in the league. Uh, they're missing their top three players. 
They, they statistically, they are the worst team. You, you're going to have Composo out there playing a point guard. You know, <laughs> he's going to be your playmaker. He is the worst player in the league. And I love, I love, I love Faku. Um, but Jokic, I mean, he led his team in like every major statistical category. I know a lot of people don't really care about player efficiency rating, but he had the highest PER in NBA history this year. Um, he, he was the entire driving force behind that team. He had like a 68, 69% true shooting percentage. And what I really like about Jokic is he, he doesn't rely on the foul game, you know? He gets down there low, he doesn't flop, like he kind of flops sometimes, but everybody does that. It's but, part, um, part of, it's the, part game. of the game. But he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna light you up and shoot like seventy percent. You know, he's gonna be like fifteen of twenty for a game yeah. with like four free throws. It's just insane. You know, like Tyler said, it's like watching a dad play with a bunch of kids. Just and, toy with the defender. Yeah, like, literally. And, and honestly, I love him as a person. He, he's he's just a he's a guy who doesn't really care about the awards. He accept, accepted his MVP trophy in Serbia and what a horse carriage. Yeah, and then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, all he cares about is his team's success, making his team better, and great leader, great player. That's all I can say. Number two for me, easily. All right. Uh, I already know who your number two is. <laughs> number two, the king. Yeah. Yep. LeBron James. LeBruthus Jamis. The kid from Akron. Uh, I mean, he's, if it weren't for Giannis, best player in the league. Even even on an off year with the Lakers and, uh, you know, they had injuries and whatever else. Um, I still think he's the number two best player in the league. Um, LeBron James is a player, in my opinion, who, who, who chooses uh, night in and night out to... It, it it's a team game, and he tries to set up players, um, tries to make players better, and and tries to make make other players um, uh, uh, score. Essentially, I guess you could say. Um, LeBron is a, even at age. What you say? He's thirty eight now. I think he's turning thirty eight. Yeah, thirty eight this, this year. year. Um, In December, he could lead the league in scoring. He could. He chooses not to. Well, um, he did. He just didn't meet the. Uh like game requirements. Great, this year. Yeah, right. Yeah, because he he is he is getting up there in age, just like as we mentioned with Chris Paul. Um but I think uh if you take away the injuries, um you take away not even the injuries with the rest of the team, but you take away the injuries with him, even with Russ on the team and um other players on the team, um he could lead that team to the playoffs. Uh with with I mean he led the Cavs two or three years before with a minuscule roster to the playoffs and I I really strongly believe he can still do it. Um, we'll see in this next coming year uh, what he'll what he's able to do personally. Um, but like you said, he was leading technic- technically leading the league in scoring um, at uh, thirty seven. At thirty seven, and I that's that's. That really is my argument with that. He's 37 years old, leading the league in scoring. Um, the the Lakers roster is a fucking mess. It's so bad. The fucking the payroll is completely out of whack. Um, whether they trade Russ or not, um, I, I think that he'll come back next year. LeBron always does that. He comes off an off year, and he just comes out on a tear. Um, we'll see. He's going to turn 38. Um, but in my opinion, still number two. Still number two, I'd put him over players like Kevin Durant, um, 
and and still in year in the in uh, at age thirty eight, he's still one of the best defenders in the league. He can still guard one through five. In my opinion, the only player in the league who can go guard one through five efficiently. Um, I'd say he kind of lost a step. I think those explosive point guards and shooting guards uh, can still get by him, but. Yeah, LeBron's bully ball. I mean, he's so big, he's so fast, he's so smart. Yeah, that's. I mean, even even losing even losing a step. You talk about LeBron James losing a step. That still puts him at an elite category. So I, yeah, number two, number two, LeBron James. I mean, I can't I can't really argue because LeBron is arguably the greatest of all time. Um, and even even still in his whatever season this is is like 18th or 19th season yeah he's he's insane to watch so still a top 10 but i think that a couple people just had a little bit of better years than him uh, yeah. this year so i'm not mad about it but uh you had him at number 6 i had him at number 6 cuz i think that some other people did more for their teams and did better this year uh but i think that's pretty that I mean, we don't have to go and say it. We both have the same number one this year, and I think we've mentioned it in podcast past uh, the same times. time on three, three. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, number right. one. They but, just they just got they just got knocked out of the playoffs, but yeah, he's still number one. Yeah, he didn't he didn't have a very good game this uh, today, unfortunately, because I know wow. The Suns are down 40 right now. Oh, my God. 87 to 47. It's not even the in fourth the third. quarter. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, wow, that's really sad. But, um, I, uh, yeah, Giannis, he's the best two-way player in the league right now. Um, he got a jump game this year, um, a jump shot this year. And granted, his three-point is still pretty game. bad. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, his three-point is still bad. But, uh, I mean... He's making clutch plays left and right. Not today, of course. That was a really sad game to watch. I couldn't even watch it because my streams kept going down. Uh, but you talk about LeBron James and like being in like a freight train coming at you and like not being able to stop in the open court. That's what Giannis is. If he's, Giannis gets the ball halfway and you're like your team isn't, if your defense isn't lined up, he's riding to the basket on like three, on like three two, steps, two yeah, and a half. Yeah, he'll steps. take one dribble and then from like. Half court, he he just covers to the free throw or to the free throw line in like one fucking step. We've never seen a player like with him with height and length and the athleticism that he has. We've ne- we've literally never seen it. And what do you think of the shit that um like Barkley and uh, Shaq said about how Giannis wouldn't wouldn't do well in their era of basketball? Come on, I, I, I hate I that. I hate that conversation so much. Old heads will always say that. They're oh, gonna yeah. say it's it. different in our time. It's like people adapt, man. Dude, the game is faster now. The yeah. game, but if if Giannis were to play back in the eighties, nineties, like <laughs> you guys would be going up for the rebound, and Giannis would already be at half court with the ball. Talk about bully ball, yeah. like yeah, he he's six ten, and he's got the length and the arm span of like. It's just, it's unfair. He'll just run past everybody holding the ball up higher than anybody can jump <laughs> yeah. and then just put it in the basket. No, he's, it's it's insane to hear Charles Barkley and, and especially Shaq. Shaq's someone who loves Giannis uh, say that about him. But no, I, he's the... I don't know if it was Shaq, but uh, somebody said it. He's, it's right, been said. 
Right now, if you want to talk about one on one, even in like not the in fast breaks in the half court game, Giannis still can get it done. You know what I mean? He he still can get it done in the post. Not not many players can match up with him in the post. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have like an array of moves, something that's gonna crazy. But he's just gonna bully his way, bully his so bully his way to a layup. And if he misses, if he misses the layup, he's just gonna get the rebound and put it back up. You know what I mean? And uh, one one uh, negative quality of his game is his free throw shooting. Um, so if he does get fouled, takes forever. Yeah, so he has to do his little his little thing. Free throw shooting is so easy. And of course, I say that, and I I've, I've only played like. Um, organized basketball a little bit in my life, so I'm. Somebody would hear that and they're like, "Shut the fuck up!" But Dude, I can go hit for ten for ten right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> Giannis is easily, I think, the best player in the league. Top ten current NBA players. Uh, our list matched up kind of. Want to go through your top ten one more time? Uh, yeah, gotcha. Hold on here. Uh... I'll go through mine first. I got it up. Uh, number 10, Chris Paul. Number 9, John Morant. 8, Jason Tatum. 7, Luka Doncic. 6, LeBron. 5, Steph Curry. 4, Joel Embiid. Kevin Durant. Jokic. Giannis. All right, and I got Dame at 10, Jason Tatum at 9, Kawhi at 8, Luka at 7, Kevin Durant at 6, Steph at 5, Joel Embiid at 4, Nikola Jokic at 3, LeBron James at 2, and Giannis Atacatumbo at 1. You know, one thing I realized, you don't even have Ja in your honorable mentions. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't. And that's that's crazy because I'm a huge Ja fan. Um, I just think there's... He's a jaw dropper. Yeah, uh, I think there's other players that... Uh, maybe I made a mistake. Maybe... maybe. I mean, yeah. I'm mad enough to admit it. I made a mistake. No, that that wasn't a mistake. That that was was not a mistake. Uh, But yeah. uh, Anyways, those those are our top 10 players. Uh, um, We hope you join us next week. We're going to be bringing back our uh, guest of honor, Josh the Fairy Perry. Josh the Fairy. The very scary Fairy Perry. Uh, And we're going to get into uh, some NIL talks with uh, college football and how it's how it's going to affect the game and players. And uh, one thing I'm excited about it is we get an NCAA football game again. So. Yeah, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of hyped about that too. Dude, it's, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good time. But yeah, hope you join us next week on the Pass Podcast. Pat, uh, podcast about sports stuff. Peace. Peace.